It is the dream yeah, to get dream. to write an original Christmas mm. hit. Oh, my God. And I've done it. You've done it. <laughs> um, did, did the songwriting approach change uh, uh, compared to your non-holiday, your Mm-mm. secular nope. <laughs> tunes? It was it was the same pretty much. And I wrote it a while ago, like which I, it never happens. Usually if I write a song and it doesn't get on a record, then it's just like dead to me. So there's piles and piles of just like dead songs everywhere. <laughs> what um but that song and also another secret from the studio danny told me recently he didn't like that song one of halifax's and my favorite musical artist jen grant has just released forever on christmas eve nine favorites and one dreamy original steeped in nostalgia warmth and holiday vibes she's here to talk about making a christmas album in winter that never happens plus christmas on pei and being a working artist mom i'm tara thorne and this is the tideline Thanks for joining me. So last week, the holiday film Happiest Season was released on Hulu in the U.S. and for rent wherever you rent stuff in Canada. It was co-written and directed by the actor Clea Duvall, starring Kristen Stewart and the very tall Canadian Mackenzie Davis, who play Abby and Harper, respectively. They've been dating for a year, and Harper invites Abby to her family home for Christmas and on the way tells her that she's not out to her family So this whole thing was a bit of an oops, and can Abby pretend to be straight and not with her for the weekend? So this is, yes, the first explicitly lesbian holiday movie ever. That means it arrived under the weight of much hope, scrutiny, and expectation. So the the reviews by actual critics, uh, which to be fair were largely men, which is a different problem, uh, have been pretty good to terrific. The internet, on the other hand, is very mad. And I've spent days just sort of soaking in the discourse and I thought, man, if I had an outlet, I would be writing such an essay about this. And then I realized I do have an outlet. So here we go. So Harper's ex-girlfriend from high school is played by Aubrey Plaza, who comes swaggering into the movie like a cowboy in a blazer with her hands in her pockets. And she ends up becoming Abby's confidant because she and Harper were also a secret when they were together and it ended very badly. So as the movie goes along, Harper's behavior gets worse and worse uh, because she's got this uptight, rich, waspy family that she's trying to impress. And her dad's running for mayor of the unnamed town that they're in. So they they don't want a scandal like a gay daughter. And of course, a scandal like a gay daughter sounds very old timey. So Kristen Stewart had a great interview in Variety last week, and she did mention that. And this is a quote from her. Because if you boil down the story to what it's actually about, it's a full grown woman like a 31 year old woman coming out to her family. I mean, generationally speaking, that is remarkable. And it is so unremarkable in terms of how accelerated that growth has occurred. We didn't have a movie like this just a couple of years ago. And now, if you were to tell somebody who's 10 years younger than me that we're making a movie about a girl coming out to her parents when she was 30, they'd be like, what? That's insane. So I think, this is me now, so when I think, (laughs) when I read things like, Harper's so toxic. Harper's a gaslighter. Abby should have ended up with Aubrey Plaza. There's certainly a generational aspect to that where being like a Kinsey gay is so rote and routine that it's embarrassing and basic for a movie now to be about that. However, 
minus a holiday-themed role-play in the opening minutes that set a tone that never really carried into the rest of the film. This is a wholesome, chaste PG movie about Christmas. It's supposed to be something that you watch with your family on, like, a Sunday afternoon. And we're coming off an American election where over 70 million people, double the population of this country, voted for someone who hates queer people, has spent four years actively demolishing societal gains and basic human rights for queer people. There is a large swath of the United States that's not on the coast where it's not okay to be queer. And a story like this, which doesn't celebrate the closet, it doesn't cheer Harper's choices. There are characters throughout challenging everything she does. That's something that could help them or at least show them what not to do, how not to behave. I grew up in rural Nova Scotia with no representation in my personal life or in the media, queer-wise, and Ellen didn't even come out until the year I graduated high school in 1997, and look where we ended up with her. So the director, Clea Duvall, started in a seminal queer film from 1999 called But I'm a Cheerleader, where she's sent to a conversion camp and falls in love with Natasha Lyonne, and she, the actor, was closeted while making the movie. She wrote what she knew here, and she's a couple years older than me, so she's in her early 40s. She was honest about her experience, which is a white, privileged one, but it's what happened. So I'm finding it, scrolling through Twitter, completely disheartening that a community that can be so inclusive, letting people be whoever they are without judgment, changing language and thought patterns to accommodate what people need, would also be like, well... People aren't like this anymore. They fucking are. So if you knew yourself early and you said it out loud, that's amazing for you and I envy for you. But it's really hard for a lot of people. And as Dan Levy says in the movie, everyone's journey is different. So lay off of Harper. She's figuring it out. And also, with respect to Abby should have ended up with Riley, who is Aubrey Plaza. The reason Riley is such an appealing choice is because she does know herself. She isn't hiding and she doesn't care what anyone thinks. She's confident and you have to work for that. So she is what Harper will become. The movie actually gives you everything you need. I really loved it. Fight me if you want. Thorny HFX on Twitter. To hear the rest of this episode, go to the show notes and click subscribe.